Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Aside from the fact we're ending the week with a big old blast of winter. Yeah, following a sudden blast of snow squalls overnight, London is waking up to a cold weather alert to end the work week. The Middlesex London Health Unit says it issued the cold weather alert after wind chill values were forecast to plunge to minus 23 by midday. A snow squall warning is also in effect from Environment Canada, with forecasters calling for up to 10 centimeters of accumulation. Officials with the health unit say it's important to bundle up and limit your time outside on days like today. Now, in extreme situations, Conditions like today could lead to frostbite or even potentially hypothermia. London's not alone in feeling the frigid air today, with similar drops in temperature observed across the province. Environment Canada says the cold snap won't last long, however, with warmer days on the way next week. The National Weather Service says temperatures should return to normal or maybe even dip below normal leading into early March. And just a, a quick note on the roads. We do have a, a school bus cancellation to announce today. School bus uh, vehicles canceled for the day in the Medway zone only. So school bus vehicles uh, canceled for the day in the Medway zone. Let's shift our focus over to Ottawa because it may be cold, but skaters are still waiting to use the Rideau Canal. Yeah, the world's largest naturally frozen skating rink still hasn't opened as an Ottawa Winter Festival gets underway, putting the Rideau Canal Skateway on track to its latest opening date on record. The National Capital Commission says the last time the canal opened the slate was on February 2nd, 2002, but skating seasons have generally become shorter in recent years. The NCC says until now, the weather has been too mild this winter to build safe ice. It says crews are taking advantage of cold weather this week to get the canal open. A new documentary will debut this month that is perfectly timed for Black History Month. Yeah, London's historic Fugitive Slave Chapel is the subject of a new documentary film set to be screened later this month. The film's debut, scheduled for February 18th at London Public Library's Wolf Performance Hall, is one of several events lined up in the coming weeks in the city for Black History Month. The documentary, directed by filmmaker and actor Anthony Sherwood, will dive into the chapel's history, including its connection to the Underground Railroad, and chronicle the more recent community-led efforts to save the structure for future generations. After months of fundraising and planning, the 174-year-old chapel was slowly moved by flat truck to Fanshawe Pioneer Village in November from its previous home on Gray Street, marking the third time in less than a decade that it had been uprooted and relocated. You can read more in our online article on our website, 980cfpl.ca. The Liberals' new online streaming act is one step closer to being passed. Yeah, several big tech companies in Canada may have to adjust their programming as the federal government gets closer to passing Bill C-11. The Online Streaming Act aims to require online streaming services to contribute to Canadian content. The Senate has passed the legislation with amendments intended to protect user-generated content and highlight the promotion of Indigenous languages and Black content creators. The bill will update or would update Canada's broadcasting rules to reflect online streaming giants like YouTube, Netflix and Spotify. It would require them to 
to contribute to Canadian content and make it accessible to users in Canada or face steep penalties. Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez says he hopes the House of Commons will pass the bill next week after it reviews the Senate's changes. There's an odd story this morning about a surveillance balloon believed to be from China. Yeah, the Department of National Defense says Canada is working with the U.S. to protect sensitive information from foreign intelligence threats after a high-altitude surveillance balloon was spotted over U.S. airspace this week. The U.S. says it has been tracking a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon the last couple of days. Canada's Defense Department and military issued a joint statement last night saying the balloon's movements are being actively tracked by NORAD. The statement does not mention China. However, the country says it is looking into reports of the Chinese spy balloon in U.S. airspace and is urging calm. Seems like a weird way to spy, but we'll follow the story. And if you're a fan of Delicio, enjoy it while it lasts because they're leaving Canada. Yeah, Nestle Canada says it will, quote, wind down and end sales of its frozen fruit product, uh, food products, including Delicio, Stouffer's, Lean Cuisine and Life Cuisine in the Canadian marketplace over the next six months. In an email to Global News, Nestle Canada said the company decided to invest in categories that offer the most potential for growth in the Canadian market. Those include candy, coffee items, ice cream, infant food and supplements, health products, bottled water and pet food. Nestle Canada noted that the company does not have a factory in Canada that manufactures any of its frozen meals or pizza products and it will work with its retail partners to facilitate the exit of the affected products. The U.S. market will continue to offer products in the frozen meals and pizza categories. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1690, the first paper money in the American colonies was issued by Massachusetts to pay soldiers fighting a war against Quebec. In 1865, the Canadian legislature resolved in an address to the Queen to ask for the union of the provinces of British North America. In 1916, fire destroyed the center block of the Parliament buildings in Ottawa. Seven people were killed in the blaze. The Parliamentary Library and its priceless collection of books was saved because someone had closed the metal doors which separated it from the rest of the center block. Many people initially believed the fire was a deliberate act of sabotage by the Germans with whom Canada was at war. Reconstruction of the building which contains the Commons and the Senate Chambers was completed in 1920. In 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper died when their small plane crashed in a cornfield near Mason City, Iowa. In 1966, an unmanned Soviet satellite, Luna 9, became the first man-made spacecraft to make a soft landing on the moon. In 1994, the Federal Court of Canada upheld a human rights tribunal ruling that the Canadian Forces' mandatory retirement policy violated human rights law the court said the military should develop a fitness standard instead of relying on an arbitrary age rule. In 1998, convicted murderer Carla Faye Tucker was executed by injection in Huntsville, Texas, becoming the first woman executed in the state since the U.S. Civil War. In 2008, the New England Patriots' pursuit of an undefeated season was dashed when they lost to the New York Giants 17-14 in Super Bowl 42 in Arizona. The 1972 Miami Dolphins remain the only team to have an undefeated 
pilot season. In 2011, a massive cyclone with heavy rain and howling winds gusting up to 300 kilometers an hour struck northeastern Australia, tearing off roofs, toppling trees, and cutting power to thousands. It compounded the suffering for Queensland State, waterlogged by months of flooding that killed 35 people and inundated hundreds of communities. And on this day in 2022, the group of truckers and their supporters clogging the streets of downtown Ottawa were now calling themselves the Freedom Convoy 2022. Police were estimating they'd spent more than $3 million to manage the protest, with some Ottawa City councillors now calling this an occupation. Happy birthday to listener Lana, who turns 39. You share a birthday with Morgan Fairchild, who turns 73. Nathan Lane is 67. Warwick Davis is 53. And Isla Fisher turns 47.